Good evening, I'm Christian Esguera and welcome to tonight's episode of After the Fact where we get to see things more clearly and we get a better sense of the truth. Let's start by dissecting the news. There's an interesting piece of legislation that came out of the House of Representatives recently. Despite their very busy schedules, congressmen still found time to promote press freedom which we probably all agree is important in a democracy. So our good congressman saw it fit to pass a bill declaring August 30 of each year as National Press Freedom Day. It was a unanimous vote on third and final reading. But wait, just last year, July 10, 2020 to be exact, a committee from this same chamber voted to kill the application for a new broadcast franchise by ABS-CBN, the largest media network here in the Philippines. That vote took ABS-CBN out of free TV and radio, sending thousands of employees out of jobs, especially in the middle of a raging pandemic. But more worrisome was the chilling effect on journalists. If the president could shut down ABS-CBN, imagine what this administration could do to others unless they throw the line. Remember that despite the congressman's insistence that they voted based on evidence and their conscience, President Rodrigo Duterte himself had repeatedly vowed to shut down ABS-CBN. And this is exactly what happened. The network, to this day, has been trying to get by with whatever news platforms still available to it. Tonight, we'll talk about the state of press freedom here in the Philippines and what difference the so-called National Press Freedom Day bill can actually make under the current political environment. Be part of our conversation, send us your questions and comments on our YouTube live chat or tweet us using the hashtag ANCAfterTheFact. Joining us tonight is Ako Bicol Portalist Representative Alfredo Garbin. He's one of the co-authors of the National Press Freedom Bill. Also with us is uh, Jonathan DeSantos. He's the chairperson of the National Union of Journalists of the Philippines. He's also the head of news at philstar.com. Good evening, gentlemen, and thank you for joining us on the program tonight. Hello, good evening. Good evening. I'll start with uh, Congressman Garbin. Uh, you're among the co-authors of this National Press Freedom Day bill. Uh, what exactly does this bill hope to achieve? And uh, what about the timing? Well, Christian, uh, as uh, uh, just for information, when I filed our version of the bill, which is uh, House Bill 1553, uh, we seek to uh, declare not August 30, but November 23 as the Philippine uh, Press Freedom Bill. What's the significance of November 23? Well, um, uh, when you talk about November 23, uh, that was uh, when uh, 57 people were killed in one of the most uh, gruesome uh, politically motivated crimes of the uh, decade. Uh, the Mamuda Datu, uh, the wife of uh, Toto, and uh, including uh, 56 others, most of them are women, joined by uh, 37 journalists uh, composed of a convoy of five cars on the way to the uh, Commission on Elections, uh, uh, which has the plan to file a, uh, a certificate of candidacy on behalf of uh, his um, uh, husband, uh, Ismail Magodadato. Okay. So they were all murdered. And therefore, uh, we want to, uh, you know, uh, commemorate uh, those, uh, uh, that day, November 23, and uh, uh, and uh, we we intend uh, November 23, but it was changed in a substitute bill, August 30, in honor of Mal Marcelo H. Del Pilar. So originally it was November 23. Okay, but how do you convince people that uh, the congressmen, including yourself, really mean what they said in that bill, uh, that they're really behind that advocacy to promote press freedom, when in fact just last year. The chamber, through the Committee on um, Legislative Franchises, voted to kill the franchise application of ABS-CBN. Well, uh, you take the exception of uh, the 70 who voted against uh, ABS-CBN, but uh, I myself um, uh, actively participated in the uh, franchise applications of ABS-CBN, and the uh, records uh, will bear me out that I really supported the applications. In fact, in all the deliberations and the uh, um, uh, the uh, debates on the uh, um, uh, committee on franchise, uh, we were able to hold to the uh, 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 you know documents and the evidence submitted before the committee. And uh, uh, tayo nga ay uh, 
um, sinuportahan natin yung uh, um, uh, renewal ng franchise ng ABS-CBN through uh, um, uh, active participation and debate and um, uh, you know eliciting questions on the primary agencies of the government uh, of the alleged violations of ABS-CBN. But were we able, uh, nakita natin, uh, walang violation ng ABS-CBN. Um, uh, um, uh, uh, um, Inibistigahan natin at tinanong natin yung Securities and Exchange Commission about the violations on the uh, um, uh, foreign depository receipts. And we were able to um, um, extract the testimony of uh, those primary agencies that uh, they are not in violations of the Constitution as uh, they have um, uh, testified to the fact that um, uh, that is valid. And uh, of course, the uh, Department of Labor and Employment uh, was also um, uh, elicited some questioning uh, to the uh, um, um, officers of the Department of Labor and Employment. And they said that there's no violations of uh, uh, labor standards and labor laws of ABS events. So those were my uh, active participations okay. uh, in the Committee on Franchise. So at least that was clear and that was on record. But what was your vote on July 10, 2020 regarding that franchise bill? Uh, just to be clear, I did not participate in the booking. I did not uh, uh, vote yes and I did not uh, uh, neither uh, vote uh, a no on the uh, closure of the franchise. Uh, the why, not? Would, why not? The, the, the records would show that um, I did not participate in the voting. But why did you not participate when you were very active during the deliberations? Yes, uh, I did not participate just because I already knew the outcome of the proceedings. And uh, I have said to myself that uh, this is exercise in brutality if I, I, I continue to participate in those deliberations. Wasn't that an, uh, a convenient excuse so as not to offend, let's say, the House leadership with whatever vote that you really intended to cast? That was my that firm day. conviction. I was asked several times, why did you not participate? I said, um, I cannot participate into something uh, that was already uh, buo na yung decision ng committee. So was it rigged? I cannot say that. Uh, you know, I, I always respect uh, the decisions of uh, my uh, fellow uh, colleagues in the House of Representatives. But my firm conviction is that um, I have participated and um, uh, I was able to elicit um, answers to primary agencies uh, that can answer questions to allegations, serious allegations against ABS-CBN. And so, um, uh, sabi ko nga sa'yo, uh, Christian, uh, uh, yun ay uh, lahat uh, pinasinungalingan pina ng mga ahensya ng gobyerno, uh, yung okay. mga allegations. But, but don't you think it would have been better if you formally or officially cast your vote in favor of granting the franchise on July 10, 2020, instead of just saying, I refuse to participate because the outcome was already determined. Well, you may say you may uh, say that way, but I have also my own uh, uh, personal uh, reasoning and uh, you know appreciation and of course uh, consideration regarding my decision. And uh, please respect me. Uh, okay. Pardon my asking these questions because uh, there is also an opportunity for the people to hear your side regarding this because. One way of looking at that decision of yours not to participate was that it was uh, your way of somehow succumbing to pressure coming from the leadership. That while you were very much active during the deliberations, when the right when the time came that you were supposed to cast your vote, instead of uh, let's say offending the house leadership, which was very much intent on uh, voting against the franchise, you just decided not to participate. Well, Christian, it could be the other way around. By not participating in that deliberation, I could have offended uh, the uh, the leadership, the House leadership. But, you know, um, the House leadership then respected each and every members of the House mm -hmm. on how to vote on this very controversial and very, uh, um, you know, uh, matter that involves public interest. And they respected voto. Were you not pressured by House Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano, then House Speaker Cayetano, to make such not. a decision? I, I, I was not. I was not. I was not. I was not pressured. 
Okay. I'd like to go to uh, Jonathan De Santos. Uh, yep. we're, we're seeing this uh, this bill, which was already passed on third and final uh, reading at the House of Representatives. Uh, how do you view this move coming from the House, especially given the context of its uh, rejection of the franchise bill of mm-hmm. ABS-CBN last year? And now they're well, suddenly promoting a National Press Freedom Day. Sure. Well, um, on its face, no, it's good. Who doesn't want to honor Marcelo Del Pilar? Who doesn't want the government, for example, to... Uh, hold programs not to to promote press freedom. So okay, sha. But uh, if if you take it in a uh, if you take a longer view of it, and also considering uh, that the that the committee uh, rejected the uh, franchise for ABS-CBN, no, parang, ano yun, it's like uh, it's like a drop in the bucket, not even really, because uh, what it does is it just uh, tells government a- agencies to hold programs to promote press freedom. That's it. Um, actually, if you look at the uh, explanatory, if the, uh, the original bill, no, it was supposed to be the National Responsible Press Freedom Day, which is a little, um, which is a little strange already. But also, you have to look at it as parang you're saying you you want to promote press freedom, you want to uphold press freedom. But at the same time, uh, for example, the uh, the franchise didn't move forward. Um, bills to decriminalize libel are still at the committee level, so. These are more important uh, pieces of legislation that we, they could have focused on instead. Your response, uh, Congressman Garbin, that's why that's quite valid, no? So instead of just promoting National Press Freedom Day, whatever that means, instead of just prom- uh, asking government agencies to be part of that promotion, there are concrete ways to actually manifest whether congressmen, including yourself, indeed are supportive of press freedom. Uh, what, what what is the question? Uh, by the way, your, your response to uh, Jonathan's point that there are other ways to show your your advocacy for press freedom. Number one, uh, the, the the move to decriminalize libel, for instance, right? instead of just coming up with the National Press Freedom Day, there are many other ways. Well, as to the decriminalizing uh, libel is another issue, but what we have here is uh, we want uh, freedom of the press. Uh, to not only include the right to speak and write, but also includes the right to be respected and protected from threats. And therefore, we want to make it uh, that uh, on the day of August 30, uh, this will be celebrated upon. But, you know, this is of common interest uh, and of, uh, of, of, of general interest to the House of Representatives and uh, to the Filipino nation. So, uh, Siguro naman yung wisdom nito uh, as as to the uh, suggestion of Jonathan on whether uh, decriminalizing libel is more important than this uh, declaring August 30 as um, uh, the Fresh Freedom Day is much more important. I think uh, the wisdom really is uh, take it uh, um, um, separate and distinct from each other, hindi dapat uh, uh, bibigyan ito ng uh, kung sino yung mas importante. And that's why we're doing uh, something for uh, for the press and and this one. Uh, and uh, we, we really, you know, this is a refiled bill. Uh, we filed this in, in the 17th Congress. And as I've said, uh, the real intention is really uh, to commemorate what happened uh in 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 November 23 uh in Maguindanao uh, but it was just changed August 30 in honor of uh but, uh, but isn't it uh somehow to a form of tokenism according to Jonathan it's a drop in the bucket but it's also may, valid. May, well I, I don't know if uh I can say that that is a valid um um uh, comment or a valid um um uh, observation of what we're doing in Congress, but 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 what I'm saying is decriminalizing libel and declaring August 30 as um, a press freedom base is of general uh, concern that could be subject of a separate legislation. So, bakit naman na uh, bibigyan ng malisa yung aming uh, no sir, I'm not saying that. Sorry, I'm not saying that it's wrong or anything. It's it's welcome. It, it's a good. It, it, it's a it's a good bill. Why not, Tara? I'm just saying that there are also some steps we could take to, to, to press it further, 
Kasi nga, who could argue against a National Press Freedom Day on its face, di ba? Pag binasa mo yung bill. I read it. Walang problema rin at all, di ba? So what's wrong with uh, promoting awareness regarding uh, the promotion of press freedom? Nothing wrong with that. But another way of looking at it is that this is a low-hanging fruit that can easily be achieved. And who would bother to go against it? That's why it was a unanimous vote. But if I may push the discussion further, Congressman Garbin, there are other ways to actually manifest congressmen's support for press freedom. Number one, whatever happened to the FOI bill at the House of Representatives? Well, uh, I, I'm just um, uh, fortunate that uh, my bill uh, was uh, able to hurdle the uh, committee and all the legislative processes. Uh, tingnan natin po, uh, I'm not, um, spo- I did not sponsor uh, the criminalizing libel or the FOI bill, but I will look into uh, what is the status of those uh, measures you, have been, you may, may mention. Um, Uh, lahat po natin binibigyan ng importansya as long as it is of general concern uh, of legislation in the House of Representatives. Okay. Jonathan, let's talk about the impact of that uh, rejection by the House Committee on Legislative Franchises of ABS-CBN's application for a new franchise, new broadcast mm-hmm. franchise last year. How did it affect, let's say, the way uh, reporters were gathering information, trying to hold... Uh, those in government to account. How was it felt across newsrooms? Well, um, I think para people like to, to say that we have to be more careful now, uh, which is a sort of code then for like, let's not be too critical or let's be more balanced, no? um, which is to imply now where we haven't been balanced. Now we, ha- we have to somehow, uh, ayun nga, uh, pull our punches or... or Uh, make sure that we don't get into trouble, which is, which shouldn't be the, the shouldn't be the concern of a journalist, naman eh. Our concern should be uh, reporting the truth, no. It, it shouldn't be uh, about whether we offend someone or whether we get in trouble. In fact, many times a bill that uh, uh, that journalists should be protected from threats, intimidation, and violence. It's in the it's in the National Press Freedom Bill, no. Pero uh, yun nga. Um, There has been a chilling effect. We can't say na wala. We can't say that journalists uh, are doing the uh, are doing their job the same way that we we used to. No, parang we have we always have to keep in mind that oh, there, there might be something. There might be repercussions for our stories um, beyond ano yan, beyond the, uh, reprimands from the office. Ganyan, uh, there might be bigger uh, problems along the way. No, if, if if we angle a story wrong. Mas ano ba ngayon? Mas takot. O mas maingat or both ang mga journalists as a result of this uh, rejection of hmm. ABS-CBN's franchise bid? Um, hindi man siguro sa takot, but yes, mas 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 maingat na um, yun, you have to be you have to make sure na parang itong, this story won't get you in trouble. Ganyan. Uh, yun siya. Uh, so there is that There is that concern pa rin. Okay. So, Congressman Gerbin, how will this bill, National Press Freedom Day, actually address these concerns of journalists like Jonathan? Well, uh, Christian, when we uh, crafted this bill, as I've said earlier, the uh, House Bill 1553, uh, it's all about um, uh, what happened to uh, Maguindanao Massacre, uh, which is... Um, We have uh, a country uh, which are considered to have the freest. Uh, we have the freest uh, press in Asia, but we are also bombarded, Christian, with numbers of murdered and um, uh, disappeared journalists. And you know, uh, one of which is the single uh, de- deadliest event for journalists in recent history is the Maguindanao massacre. And therefore. Um, In the practice of uh, their profession, uh, uh, we see it fitting that the commemoration of the uh, Philippine Press Freedom Day shall serve as a fitting reminder uh, for that we will never forget the sacrifices of these 
uh, journalists. And this is not an issue of just one network, but of all the journalists who fight for press freedom. Oh, yeah, I totally acknowledge what happened, uh, ABS-CBN. In fact, I supported the cause of ABS-CBN. But, you know, in, in a, on a wider scope, uh, ito talaga, para to sa lahat, na kung saan yung iba namamatay, yung iba hindi na nga makita kung saan napunta, they disappeared. And remember that the symbol of, of, of a fight for press freedom and the rights in the practice of their profession uh, is really uh, one way of it is is commemorating uh, okay. so, 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 this, uh, Philippine press freedom. As one of the co-authors of this bill, what would you like to say concretely on October uh, on August 30? How promote yung press freedom? Well, Christian, as I have said in my explanatory note, that freedom of the press uh, not only includes the right to speak and write, but also includes the right to be respected and protected from threats, intimidation, and harm to their lives and property while in the pursuit of their profession. Yun yung pinakamit ng uh, press freedom. Yun yung pinakaminsahe nitong bill na to na kung saan uh, dapat uh, ma ma matutunan ng sambayan ng Pilipino, hindi lang ng mga mababatas. Okay. Jonathan, what would you like to see out of this bill? Or even after this uh, is approved, let's say, by both houses of uh, Congress? Well, there isn't a lot to get from this bill naman. No? Na parang, okay, let's uh, let's recognize that press freedom is important. Ganyan, no? um, but uh, as it stands right now, we're at one, 132. Yung ranking natin on the World Press Freedom Index. We're only better... Uh, then like Myanmar, uh, Singapore, Cambodia. Um, the palace brought that up. Now we're better than them. We're doing better than them. Pero if we look at it, no, parang we're being compared to countries where media is uh, controlled by the state. So I don't know how how good the uh, comparison that media is, no? Congressman Gerbin, what do you consider are the uh, most serious challenges confronting journalists today here in the Philippines? Well, of course, uh, you know, um, as you have said earlier, there are threats, there are intimidations, and sometimes uh, their professions are not being respected because of the influence and, you know, the power that is uh, behind uh, those, um, you know, undermine uh, press freedom. So I think that is one of the biggest threat of press freedom here in our country at the expense of truth at the expense of you know those who want to you know um speak out and write about uh, the real situation uh, minsan nakakompromiso sila dahil doon sa uh, takot at intimidation ng kanilang uh, uh, kumbaga na experience sa kanilang buhay and uh, one plain example is what happened in Maguindanao uh, if i'm not mistaken 37 journalists were 32. killed 32, right, Jonathan? And then one missing journalist. Yes, yes, oh. yes. Oh. Let's address the elephant in the room, Congressman Garbin. Isn't President Duterte part of this threat to press freedom, given what he had been saying and doing against certain members of the media? You know, I defer to answer that. Uh, I, I cannot say, I cannot have a categorical answer to that question, uh, uh, Christian. And why not? Because uh, it was not yet proven, it was not yet proven, uh, Christian. And so, um, if uh, if um, if you um, um, uh, have uh, a, uh, um, uh, if we have solid proof, we can we not come out. I, I think, siguro wala pa naman pinapapatay si uh, President Duterte. Wala pa naman siguro uh, um, you know, exhibited violence over uh, media personality or journalists. Actually, actually, Congressman, I'm not referring to murder or killings of journalists uh, involving President Duterte. My point is, isn't he part of this threat to press freedom given the things that he had been saying, not just against ABS-CBN, but also against Inquirer and Rappler since 2016? And those statements are on record. And after those statements were issued by the President, some things happened. They're very much negative 
when he promised to shut down ABS-CBN, it happened. I mean, isn't it obvious? Well, he talks about issues. He talks about um, uh, accusations against him. He talks about um, insinuations against him. And therefore, uh, those uh, issues are valid. But uh, with with those happenings, those um, 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 you know uh, negative effects of this, I think he was not the one who um, you know um, adjudicated uh, any decisions. Uh, it, if you talk about um, 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 uh, denial of franchise of, uh, of uh, ABS, even it was not his office; it was Congress because it was Congress. Uh, it was the House of Representatives who was the uh, primary or regional jurisdiction to initiate uh, the uh, approval of franchise. So uh, I cannot uh, attribute it to the president. What do you think, Jonathan? Uh, uh, he cannot attribute this to President Rodrigo Duterte. So yeah, let's say uh, the president didn't vote. He wasn't in that committee. No? But I'm, I'm pretty sure he made his uh, sentiments clear on how how the hearing how how the votes should go or how he wanted the franchise to go like he even said uh, recently now, even if congress passes that bill it's he's not gonna sign it so um he, I, I don't think he has to vote uh physically no to make to, to make his wishes known and the, it would be up to congress uh whether they'll follow and I guess it just so happened that this, uh, in this, in that instance, uh, things went this way. You know, if we can, if we, if we don't want attributed to the president, then, ayun siya. it went his way in that. In that I'd like, process, I'd like to hear your response to this, uh, Congressman Garbin. Uh, my apologies, since you're the one here, <laughs> we're also trying to invite other if congressmen you know, who, 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 who authored that bill but also voted against the franchise. I think context, uh, Congressman Garbin. Vote, just for the record, uh, Christian. Yeah, yeah, he didn't vote. Yeah, yeah, against yeah. franchise, and in fact, okay. uh, during my active participation in the franchise deliberation, I really supported yeah. the renewal. Yeah. of uh, ABS-CBN and the records will bear me out. But okay, in those, those months of active participating, participation, debating on uh, the uh, viability as well as uh, the, uh, uh, the uh, validity of the application of the franchise, never did Malacanang hold me and sway me to uh, or convince me to vote against uh, the uh, uh, franchise of ABS-7. And therefore, I cannot tell that uh, the president influenced each and every one of us in voting uh, the ABS franchise, whether for or against its approval. But do you think the vote by the House Legislative Franchises Committee was the right vote? Whether it's, whether it's um, right or wrong, uh, the the, uh, the uh, uh, majority or more than the majority of the committee says so. And uh, as we uh, approve uh, the uh, any franchise in the uh, uh, committee, uh, we always consider, uh, you know, for the common good or when the common good so requires. And I, I don't believe uh, whether the 70 who voted the same um, voted uh, for the common good. But as for me, uh, it is for the common good that ABS-7 franchise should be renewed. Okay, but looking back on hindsight, after the fact, do you think the public, uh, that the common good was served well by that vote by your colleagues? As I have said, uh, Christian, to me, um, um, uh, it is for the common good that ABS-7 franchise uh, uh, should be renewed. Okay. Uh, I'll take time to actually explain the context of our conversation to our viewers here because uh, Congressman Gerbin says, well, President Duterte had nothing to do with this because it was the uh, the House Legislative Franchises Committee that actually deliberated on the application of the new franchise and actually cast a vote. On record, that is true. That was the procedure. But again, I think it would be intellectual dishonesty, Congressman Gerbin, to disregard the fact or the reality that this Congress is very much under the control of Malacanang 
of President Rodrigo Duterte, in particular the House of Representatives. And nothing of this sort would have moved toward this direction without the congressmen, at the very least, looking for signs or indications coming from Malacanang. I'd like to hear your response to this. Kasi parang lumalabas ito, procedural lang eh. Na talagang you, dis- you discuss this as a chamber without any regard to what the president had been saying against ABS-CBN. It's very hard to fathom. Well, Christian, you can say what you want to say. But I already say, said my piece. Okay? As I've said, I supported the renewal of ABS-CBN franchise. Now, as to the 70 who have voted against the franchise, kayo na ho ang magbusga doon. But I cannot judge my peers in Congress because they have also their own appreciations of the uh, facts and uh, the uh, uh, evidence that was presented before the Committee on Franchise. Magkakaiba lang po kami ng pananaw. Okay. Jonathan, um, mm-hmm. what do you think of this um, this reasoning? disposition well you know no? they always say, they, they do say you know that they uh voted based on ano, uh on their individual appreciation ano? but yeah you, you can't really, you really can't discount that malakanya has influence uh uh in the house like kahit anong usapin pa yan, like Indian it really won't go anywhere unless the unless the president said because otherwise uh franchise bills they're usually Parang they just go through the process and they get uh, they get approved, right? But in, in this case, uh, it didn't happen. Like um, it was made clear that Malacanang didn't want it passed. It happened that it just it happened. Na hindi nga siya, it really didn't pass. So yeah, we really draw the conclusion from there. Okay, let's let's also talk about Jonathan. Some of the lessons that can be drawn out of this experience uh, for journalists. With what happened, not just with ABS-CBN, but I think this has to be discussed in the context of other statements or threat issued by the president against other news organizations. Again, in particular, first mm. it was the Philippine Daily Inquirer, and then Raptor, and then ABS-CBN. We don't know who's next. Right. Exactly. Yeah, we don't know who's next. And one of our mistakes, I suppose, is that we took those threats. For example, first was the Inquirer, right? Inquirer lang yan or rappler, rapper lang yan. So we, we need to we need to look at it from a from the perspective that we might be next or like it doesn't matter if we're competitors. Um, we're in this together and we should yeah, we should support each other until it's uh, before it's too late. I'm not I'm not saying a lot of time has passed. Maybe we are a little late, but there is still time to uh, support each other. Uh, related to that, no um. Uh, I think one one silver lining from this whole experience would be that um, a lot of journalists saw that there is a threat uh, to journalism, and a lot of them uh, started organizing. Uh, for example, in ABS-CBN, ano, um, the NUJP chapter there has been reactivated, and it's already one of our biggest. It's actually the biggest chapter that we have, and um, yeah, a lot of journalists took took positions on this issue. Uh, whether uh, on the street or whether kite social media lang yan. Um, I think we learned that we can't stay silent about these things. Okay. Congressman Garbian, I'm going to read some of the comments on Twitter regarding this issue that we're talking about uh, this evening. Uh, I don't know whether you'll be happy with some of these comments. <laughs> I'd like to hear your response. Sabi nung isa, lapit na kasi election, kaya kanya-kanya na ang diskarte para bumango. Hi. Okay. Yan ang ipinagmamalaki nila sa 2022. Press freedom of their choice. Tapos, for sure, the response will be hindi naman related sa press freedom ang pagpatay ng franchise. Ito, this last one, I'd like to hear your response to this, uh, Congressman Gerbin. Do you think uh, that vote by the House Legislative Franchises Committee against the franchise had nothing to do with press freedom? Or it did? Well, as I have said, each and every member voted uh, based on their uh, appreciation of a DBS event, whether this kills press freedom or this is about press freedom. I cannot answer you, but Why if you will ask me, if you will ask me 
um, uh, Christian based on my personal appreciation whether um, uh, the denial of franchise of ABS even somehow affect press freedom, I would say yes. So it was a press freedom issue? It was my personal appreciation and that's why if you will continue to ask me, I will always say I am in favor of ABS even franchise renewal. I just wanted to get that uh, clear because I don't want you to be seen as somehow skirting the bigger issue when it comes to press freedom. That while you are supporting this national press freedom bill, the bigger issues are being skirted. Alam mo, Christian, when I talked to some of the 70 uh, members who voted against the uh, franchise, they believe that uh, there's violations of the nationality requirement they believe that um, labor laws were violated. And so how can I blame them for not voting uh, in favor of abs even franchise? But kanya-kanyang apresasyon eh. And sabi ko nga sa'yo, sinusuportan ko sana yung renewal ng franchise. But how can I blame those 70 people who voted against and believes that there is, I think, one or two violations against the franchise? But was that enough to reject the franchise of ABS-CBN because of one or two violations? I cannot answer for them, Christian. That's their own appreciation. Okay. What, what do you think, Jonathan? What was your appreciation of that, uh, of those hearings? Well, I, I myself personally covered all those hearings in the House of Representatives. Uh, but I'd like to ask about your appreciation. I don't know, like we we all saw the proceedings, and in the end, uh, their their position was it will be Congress's, uh, it will be the will of Congress that will prevail. No? Um, actually, I think if if some of the congressmen voted on, let's say, the citizenship issue, uh, even if it was already answered by uh, the government by government agencies, so maybe we can judge them a little bit, na parang, if that's your basis, no. Uh, so yeah, we held hearings. We uh, the, the house held hearings. Um, uh, officials said that there were, there were violations, or if there were violations, they were being addressed. Um, I think that should be uh, It was being addressed already. Uh, taking away the franchise was a little hard. Was 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 harsh. And yeah, if if there is a congressman, if there is a member of, of the house who voted because, let's say. Um, ABS-CBN executives didn't know the national anthem. Major Lial, maybe we can judge that. Okay. Uh, I'd also like to read other comments on Twitter, Congressman Garbin. I'd like to hear your response to this. Uh, can you also ask them if they're running in 2022? We want to make sure they don't win. I think uh, the netizen was referring to the 70 congressmen who voted um, against the franchise. Inya, sagutin natin tong ano, tong concern na to Congressman Garbin. Baka naman may kinalaman sa election to, nagpapabango lang yung mga congressmen. Na wala pa sa atin, they're promoting press freedom kasi election na next year. Para medyo mabango ng konti. Wala po. Um, Finile namin to, wala pang issue ng ABS-CBN. It was only then, this time that it was approved. But you know, when we filed this one, we filed it at the inception of the 18th Congress, wala pang uh, uh, ABS-CBN issue noon. So, so wag naman natin masyadong isentro sa ABS-CBN issue to. This is uh, bigger than the ABS-CBN issue. And this is about uh, the sacrifices of our journalists uh, who were murdered and threatened and sometimes uh, some were disappeared without any trace. So... Actually, actually, right. actually, Congressman, um, I'd like to, to correct this uh, impression of yours that this issue is all about ABS-CBN. Definitely, it's not. The problem is that was the single most blatant um, action taken by a chamber of Congress through a committee upon the instigation of the president that actually attacked directly a media organization. So, you cannot avoid talking about what happened to ABS in the context of this National Press Freedom Day. It doesn't mean that we are also disregarding what's happening with other journalists, those who are being killed. I'm going to ask about that later on with Jonathan because they have a running tally. Yun. I just want to put it out there, Congressman. Well, um, uh, good thing if uh, that is really the, uh, uh, you know, the uh, 
issue here, but um, it seems that uh, we've been talking about, uh, we've been talking for the past 30 minutes. Ganun pa rin yung issue natin, yung franchise sa ABS-CBN eh. Hindi naman, Congressman. I mentioned Rappler at Inquirer. Actually, we can discuss in detail what the President had been saying against Inquirer and what the response of the Philippine Daily Inquirer was, and also Rappler. If you want, we can proceed to that discussion. Oh, So, yeah, Jonathan, so I'd like to ask about this. So, yeah, sige, let's, in, uh, let's uh, accommodate that, that concern of Congressman uh, Garbin. So, this bill is about... Uh, promoting press freedom, especially given the reality that many other journalists are being harmed, threatened, harassed, um, and even uh, killed, physically harmed. So, anong running total nyo? Ilan na ba yung mga napipinsala o napapatay na mga periodista dito sa Pilipinas over a span of particular years? Um, from 2016, it's 19. Ano? Um, hindi, ko, hindi ko, wala ko ngayon nung data from 86, but Something like more than 80 na yung namatay, no? Um, yeah, ta- tama naman. I-, I think we have to make clear then. Now, we're not against this bill. I mean, who can be against this bill now? Who, who, wants, who wouldn't want uh, press freedom to be, uh, to be uh, celebrated and promoted, no? Uh, and yeah, uh, definitely, we do need to get uh, justice for those who were killed. Mm, yun lang. Um, so far, medyo mabagal yung progress natin dyan uh, sa pag-solve ng cases. Um, yun. Okay. Uh, the, the House Sorry. is under a new speaker, Congressman Garbin. Uh, what do you think of the chances of uh, the franchise being renewed? Since well, you are a staunch supporter, according to you, di ba? You were... Somebody has to refile it. Somebody has to refile it. Or... Um, the uh, um, the committee's uh, uh, decision must be overturned in the plenary. But the one that should file a motion for reconsideration must come from the 70 who voted against the franchise. So that's the rules. That is what the rules provide. Oh. Pero can another congressman, anyone, actually file a new bill renewing the franchise? Pwede ba yan? In the well, same the, Congress, but, but, there was a, it was already laid on the table, and so uh, when you speak of filing another bill, I think uh, that will go against the rules. Uh, the uh, proper ways for a congressman who voted uh, uh, that belongs to the seventy uh, file a motion for reconsideration, and that's the way to go, uh, Christian. Yun ang remedy doon. Pero di ba tapos na yung period for MR? Isn't that uh, lapse already? Well, the plenary is, uh, if the plenary say so, even if uh, uh, there is a lapse or a, a violation of the rules, uh, it can always be considered because the plenary is uh, what says it is. So, yun yun. Yun ang uh, pinag-uusapan dyan. Okay. Now, being a, being a staunch uh, supporter of press freedom, because I was reading your original bill, the, the explanatory note in your original bill, Congressman, you mentioned something about uh, promoting and upholding freedom and heighten awareness on press freedom so that journalists may freely and securely report the truth no matter who gets hurt by it. Do you think this is happening now? Um, yeah, I, uh, I totally agree with you. In some cases, in, 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 in different jurisdictions, I mean, you say jurisdiction, LGUs, provinces, maraming namamatay ho uh, because of, you know, um, um, saying the truth. Um, classic cases, the Maguindanao uh, massacre, uh, they just want to exercise the right to uh, um, run for public office. But, you know, on a piecemeal basis, uh, every year, there's a victim of um, violence, even murder, uh, because of, uh, you know, the exercise fresh freedom. And uh, most of which happen in remote areas in our country. And uh, the sad truth is they cannot get justice dahil nga uh, influential yung mga involved dito. And sometimes... 
they're not even identified. The suspects are not even identified. And so, you know, the first instance of, you know, um, availing justice to those journalists or victims of this violence, talagang unavailing na. Okay. I'd like to read the comment. This is directed to you, uh, Congressman Gerbin. This uh, comment is from journalist Virgil Santos, the former chairman of the board of the Center for Media Freedom and Responsibility. He said, a bill like that being passed by a Duterte Congress offers that Freedom Slayer Congress a chance to disguise its hypocrisy by simply voting for it. According to him, the press is under siege. The bill, as patronizing as it is, only insults the press. No, no reason at all to celebrate press freedom or any freedom under this regime. Your response, Congressman Garbin. Well, if you feel that um, and take this bill as a somehow, um, you know, offense your sensibilities or um, uh, you feel that this is against morals, then you can file a, a, a case uh, to nullify the same. But um, we had an obligation uh, to pass this bill as uh, one of the principal author of this bill. I am uh, under obligation to push the same and... Uh, as I uh, did. And so uh, this was approved on third reading. So you file a petition before the Senate and uh, have this withdrawn in their uh, chamber so that uh, in your belief, then uh, this will not be passed uh, in both chambers of uh, Congress. Okay, Jonathan, let's take this opportunity since we have a Congressman Gerbin here. Uh, this is a direct conversation between the media and a member of the House of Representatives. Earlier, I asked you about what you would like to see in concrete terms from this Congressman, just to show that this is not mere lip service. Uh, in particular, regarding the FOI bill, tagal ng tulog niyan, diba? to, be able, uh, to be fair to this administration, hindi lang naman niya natulog under this administration. Right, right. What would you like to see? Well, uh, yung FOI bill, I think, is nagihiring sa na eh, nag-TWG na sila right now. No? Um, I think one of, kung kaya siguro, uh, would be to look at libel again. Kasi it's really one of, uh, malaki siyang, it's, it's a big hindrance to, hindi lang hindrance, it's a threat to journalists. Like, uh, over, uh, during the quarantine, um, uh, there were a lot of libel cases filed. Um, so, uh, one case, uh, Depending on like one case can derail your your reporting for a while. Uh, so yon, um, we have to acknowledge then that the house has passed new Media Workers Welfare Act, so that that's good. Uh, at least uh, there are safeguards on our salaries and on tenure, no. But yeah, uh, good. But is that even realistic? Uh, I read that bill, yung uh, mm -hmm. Media Welfare Act. On its face, that's good. Pero wasn't that unrealistic? Uh, they said that they uh, initially they 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 set parang ano no salary parang may salary grades siya. but so nga, automatic hindi tenure hindi after a particular number of years diba? six, 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 six months daw mm. okay yeah medyo, medyo hirap nga. Oh, congressman i'd like to hear your position where do you stand on the foi bill always in favor of the passage of FOI bill. Remember that um, um, on matters of public concern, especially, um, you know, the doings and, you know, the affairs of uh, public officials, including that of uh, documents, uh, matters of public concerns, the law should always be accessible by the public. So, hindi na natin dapat yung pagdibatihan. Dapat ipasa ka agad yan. Mm -hmm. E kaso, ang isang killer provision dyan, yung laging pinapasok, right of reply. What do you think of that? A number of your colleagues are very adamant about inserting that provision. But the other argument is that if we want to talk about a right of reply provision, that, that has to be discussed separately. Or in fact, we don't need that. What do you think of it, what, Congressman? What, what's the problem with right of reply? That's part of due process. If we protect freedom of expression and of the press, then fundamental way is also the right to due process. And you give also uh, uh, the other side the right to reply. Bakit naman natin na uh, kung, kung, kung 
ina-advocate po yung inyong uh, uh, karapatan uh, doon sa sinasabi natin. Eh bakit naman yung other side, wag naman, na, wag naman natin i-deny. Uh, Nag-umingi uh, nag lang naman tayo ng uh, uh, karapatan ng uh, kabila. Okay, Jonathan, final word. I think uh, we would like to hear your response regard to that position regarding right of reply by Congressman Garbin. I hope you can discuss this in the context of false equivalence or false balance. Hmm. Well, in the first place, no, it shouldn't, parang hindi na nga siya kailangan since uh, reports would have to be balanced, uh, would have to be balanced in the first place. But also, uh, yun nga, uh, the biggest argument against that right of reply would be parang all of our time would be devoted to uh, publishing the those replies, no? Parang siguro kalahati na ng uh, half of the, ano na, would be would be those replies. And ano naman yan eh, uh, they already have the machinery, they already have their own, uh, they already have their own parang uh, avenues for, to publish their own replies, no? And we will pick that up naman. So it, it shouldn't have to be demandable. Or it shouldn't, it, it shouldn't need to be demanded at all since it should be there already uh, in the initial reports. I, I, I beg to disagree, Christian. You know, you know, the fundamentals of due process is you can strike at me. You should also hear me. Hindi mo pwedeng tira lang ng tira, pero hindi mo papakinggan yung kabila. Mali naman yun. Unfortunately, we don't have time uh, anymore, but uh, we can devote another episode on the right of reply, and I myself can talk uh, uh, more extensively regarding uh, false equivalency and false balance, which could controvert or should controvert the, a legislated proposal, uh, a proposal to legislate the right of reply bill. But in the meantime, let's leave it at that. Thank you very much, Congressman Garbin, and thank you very much, Jonathan DeSantos, thank for you. joining us tonight on the program. Thank you, Christian. And thank, thank you, you Kuya Jonathan. Maganda gabi. Thank you, sir. Good evening. And before we go, as we discussed tonight, the same House of Representatives that killed the franchise bid of ABS-CBN also approved a bill that establishes a National Press Freedom Day. On social media, some netizens are pointing out the irony of the move and are even calling politicians hypocrites. Others believe it's all too convenient that their apparent change of heart happened as the 2022 elections drew near. Some netizens dared the congressman to put ABS-CBN back on the air if they're really serious about championing press freedom. And ABS-CBN, of course, uh, for the information of our viewers, is the parent company of this news channel. So that's it for tonight's episode of After the Fact. This has been your host, Christian Esguera. Watch this episode again on the, uh, I Want the TFC or listen to our podcast on Spotify. For recaps and exclusive content, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel and catch up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See you again next week, After the Fact.